Hey, welcome back to Blind Chess, where we're learning how to envision the chessboard and all of its pieces in order to play blindfolded chess. And today we're going to be going over the bishops. And the bishops, um, we have a dark squared bishop on c1 and a light squared on f1. And so here's where we really need to pay attention to the colors of the squares. Hopefully you guys have been trying to remember the colors. So A1 is dark, B1's light, C1's dark, D1's light, and so on. So as long as you can keep in your mind and try to remember, it doesn't matter at this point necessarily that you memorize every single one, although if you do, that's really good. But for now, you can still kind of calculate in your mind, okay, C1, bishop, where does that, you know, extend to? Okay, C1, D2, E3, F4, you know, things like that. Trying to imagine it in your mind really helps. So when you have free time, just think about that their king is on E8. And if you want to check their king with a bishop, how would you go about doing that? So let's imagine our bishop on F1. Where can we move it? to check the king on e8. Our first steps can be, okay, f1 goes to e2, which goes to d3, c4, b5, and a6. And then we have to say, okay, the king's on e8, so e8, d7, c6, b5. And we can kind of stop there because we can remember that the that crosses the bishop's line. And we can say, okay, cool, I'm gonna bring my f1 bishop to b5. A lot of the time, We'll fianchet our bishop on g2, and so if you have a light-squared bishop on g2, where would you check the king on e8? Well, you'd go, okay, g2, goes to f3, e4, d5, c6, and then hopefully you can remember the king's line, which goes e8, d7, c6, and then, you know, b5, a4, and you can quickly find, okay, I'm going to bring my g2 bishop to c6, and then... If you have your bishop on c1, you should be able to know that, okay, it's a dark squared bishop and the king's on a light square, so I can't check it with that one. Now let's imagine that their king has short castled, and so he would be on g8. And let's imagine we have our bishop still on g2, fianchettoed, and we want to check that king. We would bring it, okay, g2, f3, e4, d5, and hopefully you can see d5, e6, f7, g8. Eventually you'll find yourself memorizing, because of just repetition, which diagonals are which. So a2 to g8 is a super common light squared long diagonal, which is also the same with h2 to b8, that long squared dark diagonal. And the more you kind of play around, you'll just naturally pick up, you know, b1 to h7 is the other light squared long diagonal, and eventually you will get, it'll be almost instant. Now, our dark squared bishop on c1, if we want to fianchetto that one, it would be bringing it to b2. Okay, so let's imagine a mate and two puzzle. So try to Imagine the enemy king is on b8, okay, and our king is on b6. And let's imagine our light squared bishop is on e6, and our dark squared bishop is on d4. 
It's white to move, and try to imagine all the squares that the black king has. He can either go, right now, our bishop, light square bishop, is taking away c8. Our king has the opposition, so he's blocking c7, b7, and a7. So the king can only go to a8. But it's our move, so we're going to check him by placing our dark squared bishop on e5 with check. The king moves to a8, and we scissor mate him with our light squared bishop on d5. Okay, so let's talk about opening up lines for the bishops. So let's imagine that we've got all our pawns and both our bishops, and everything's in the initial position. So the king's on e1, the enemy king's on e8, and all our pawns are on the second rank, and our bishops are on c1 and f1. So let's try to fianchetto our c1 bishop. What we'll want to do is push b3, Okay, and then move our c1 bishop to b2. Try to imagine the long diagonal that the b2 dark squared bishop covers, which is a1 to h8. Next, let's imagine fianchettoing our f1 bishop. So first we're going to push g2 to g3, and then place our light squared bishop on g2. Okay, and keep in mind that e3, f4, and g5 are pretty key squares for the dark squared bishop on c1, as well as d3, c4, and b5. And of course, since you guys, I'm sure, have played chess a lot, then you'll know the common ideas for developing and how to develop your bishops, but it might just take a little bit to transition to thinking in notation and kind of imagining the board in your mind. So hopefully by now you're kind of getting used to immediately picturing the square in your mind when I read something. If I say f3, hopefully that you'll know that it's a light square because it crosses that h1 to a8 diagonal. And it'll help you too because now you're thinking about bishops on g2 and it came from f1. And so, you know, you'll see these patterns and it'll immediately, you'll see, okay, then e4 is light squared. Uh, we know that from studying the pawns, and we know e1 is dark, and so you'll just see those. So if you bring your bishop to b2, and then to c3, that covers the king's diagonal, okay? And so it's it's kind of good to try to start to memorize these long and short diagonals, um, because it'll really come in handy. So what we're going to do is, let's imagine the enemy's king is on h8, and our rooks are on a1 and h1. And then we've got a light squared bishop on h3. And then we've got a dark squared bishop on a3. So try to imagine all the places that we can check the enemy king. So hopefully you immediately see that you can bring your dark squared bishop to the fianchettoed position in, on b2. And that's the longest diagonal, right, for the dark squares. So it's going to hit h8 and check the king. And hopefully you also, when I read the h1 uh, rook, that you go, okay, that's the same file as the king. So all I have to do is move that h3 bishop down to g2, or I can even move it to e6, and then eventually bring in that dark squared to b2 and kind of harassing the king a lot. So anyway, hopefully you think you see that because that's discovered attacks. And especially when we have opponents pieces on the board, when they make a move, we got to be able to remember pieces behind theirs that are being uncovered. So that's the end of this episode. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And next episode, we're going to be going over the queen, which is basically a combination of the rook and the bishop. So thanks, guys.